Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, what's up? Happy holidays, everyone, from us here at Blog Talk Radio. It is your host, Cass. I've got Mike on the line. What's good, Mike? Happy holidays. Good morning. Good morning. Happy holidays to you, too, sis. What's going on with you? Um, nothing. Being a mommy, going to the store, yeah. lots of batteries. All right. Nothing but batteries. <laughs> Everything needs batteries. So we're learning. Exactly. All right, man. You know how it was. When we were kids. We had we needed batteries for everything, or something to be plugged up, or whatever it was, because we wanted toys. We knew we were getting clothes, but we, you know. So yeah, and the roads have switched, and I now we do the same thing batter, with our kids. You know what's up? Yeah, Calicors, yeah. Automatic charger, plug it in. You would think so, but you know they haven't made the automatic charger for everything. Unfortunately, somebody should do that. <laughs> Just throwing it out there, you know you. you you people listening, you know, uh, make a charge, something that could charge everything. Save us all a bunch of money while you make a bunch of money. You know, being of service. Anyway, today we're going to kick off our Christmas special, as I like to call it. We're going to do a beyond, only going to be on for an hour. And we're going to talk about um, yesterday's games. Um, yeah, uh, not really much to talk about in in terms of Bye. I love us being happy at the moment. Um you know, with our teams. Uh, however, you know it is what it is, and we'll, you know, we just we just have, we have to cover what we have to cover. And and, and unfortunately, it looks like uh, the Packers are going to start it off um, and take over the NFC North after what a lot of us. Well, did, we we we, low, we you know. can't we we can't just give it to them like that. Though we know well, we you know, should I, give I'm, it to them know, like that. Well, you know, we do hope Detroit can do something tomorrow. Um, I've. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> it is football. And, you know, it'll be Monday night. So, you know, but, you know, hopefully it'll get interesting and, you know, they don't concede as um, easily as they seem to not want to at this time and, in a, in a, you know, in the, at the season. So, in cover well, yesterday. You, you know, and, and. Go ahead. Yeah. Yesterday was. So, I can definitely. What game do you want? Do you want to talk? Let's talk Bears. Let's let's get the Bears out the way because let's talk Bears because I actually, I was actually able to watch this game yesterday. You know I don't get a chance to watch much when I'm at work, but since it happened to be on yesterday at a time when it was you know slow and I could just throw it up on the TV, I, I got to see them you know continue to I don't know what to call it. Um, I can't say strive to get better because it's really not getting any better at three and twelve. It's just it's just not. It, well, <laughs> the bears the bears are kind of they kind of had some little tripped out things going on this season that we do know, um, especially with Jay Cutler just really really proving that he is not producing. He he just not at isn't all. producing at all. You know, and then, you know he comes, the fact he gets that, hurt. Um, we did watch we, the defense get better. Yes, the defense has gotten better. They do. The, the, I think there's a lot to work on as far as their defensive um, secondary goes. Um, just yeah, watching. Now, Mcia stepped it up. Jay Cutler came and gave a speech for one game. Um, you know, they, they they actually the Bears actually have some components that if they are actually worked on seriously, seriously worked on, 
they can come back and have a pretty decent season and grow into the Chicago Bears that everyone in the Midwest is familiar with and used to from days of old. But yeah, they exactly. don't. I mean, look at George Jordan Howard is a beast. Alshon Jeffrey comes through. I don't think Matt. I think Matt Bar- Mar- <laughs> that Barkley did overdo Barkley. it yesterday. <laughs> oh, but at no the same doubt. time, I, think I don't you know. think. I don't think he's trash. I, I, I don't think he's trash. I think he's something to be worked with. That is a position that's very serious for the Chicago Bears in order to move forward. And I do think they honestly need a quarterback this time around. That is a game controller and a leader. So I think that would help I, tremendously in, in what the Bears need. I don't think, the you know, secondary. other than, uh, you know, other than Renard, who's, who's not on right now, um, he's not. You know, he 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 definitely does not like team, and he doesn't even know. Does not like Barkley Trashy at team. all. <laughs> yeah, he likes David yeah. Fails for some reason, and he is a Jay Cutler and, and, dude. Yeah, you know, so he likes the two people that haven't really been able to do much in there, but they both happen to be hurt. So go figure. Those are his picks, though. And you know, nothing against that. He had he's allowed to have his opinion as we all are, but you know, outside yeah, of, of these six. Or, or the five interceptions that Barkley threw yesterday, which all were actually, you know, could have been avoided. Um, one, I know he overthrew Alshon Jeffrey by at least five Alshon yards. Jeffrey, like, yeah, and, he, and he was wild. He, he overthrew wild. him more than once. He overthrew him more than yeah, once. Yeah, you know, a few times. So a lot of it was, I don't know if he just, you know, he seen it, he wasn't too rushed in the pocket. He stepped up, out, you know, so he, he sat in the pocket pretty well. And then on top of that, yeah, so when he did step up, you know, that. they did a great job of protecting him, you know, when they could. Um, I can't remember if he got sacked a lot yesterday. <laughs> you know, I did have to work, so I couldn't pay full attention. Uh, but, you know, from what I did see of that one particular play, it, it just it made no sense. He just overthrew him, for, you know, just put too much on the ball when he was wide open. And, you know, but what they did do very well, that Jordan Howard was a beast, um, he did great yesterday. Um, Eighteen carries for 119 yards was was twenty three yards being longest. Those power moves no. are, are just amazing. It's it's amazing watching him actually hit those holes and break those holes. So it it is it, it. The team actually has promise. The team has to take their promise yeah. and put it together. They got to work on it together. And they got to get a lot more serious at how how to jail. The team does have promise. They just fell apart this year. So I'm expecting yeah, I think, to I see think them. what they're finding is, you know, they're starting, you know, even, you know, if you take the record out of it and look at the fact that the Bears have pretty much been in most of their games when they, you know, that they lost, um, you know, uh, Calvin Meredith has showed up greatly in the past few weeks and you know I've, I've heard his name so it sticks out for me yesterday he had nine receptions for 135 yards and a touchdown you know Alshon Jeffrey had five receptions you know for 90 yards so what we what we were seeing before where it didn't seem like the receiving core could catch you know catch a cold you know even as cold as he is out here they couldn't catch a cold you know, now we're starting to see them actually work together and really build and work with Barkley. The sad part of it is, is that it ended in a loss yesterday, you know, to Washington, who my hat's off for them because, man, they, they, Mike Brown was killing it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Robert Kelly was it, doing it was You know, it, 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 it it was a lot of, you know, Kirk Cousins, you know, he he, he balled yesterday. I'm not, I can't be mad at that. You know, the effort was there on both sides. Now, if you look at 
the now the crazy thing about it, looking at the stats from yesterday, you know, um, Cousins was 18 for 29 for 270 yards and one touchdown. Barkley was 24 for 40 with 323 yards, two touchdowns, but five interceptions. What changes that game? You take away the interceptions, it's a totally different game. Well, I don't know. So, Mr. Mayfield has joined us. And, Mr. Mayfield, we are talking your Bears right now. And we actually. Okay, see, how y'all going to start talking about my Bears and not wait for me? But we're we're not trashing them. We know you had a small Uh, mini fire to put out the family. No, I'm here to trash. But you know what? We, We aren't exactly trashing them only because. They actually have promise. They actually have components that they can work with. Now, we haven't gotten on to the secondary yet. We're talking just, just the overall defense. We're talking uh, Matt Barkley, definitely, definitely the young running back in Mr. Howard, and even Alshon Jeffrey. But we, we haven't started talking special teams in the secondary, which is some of the biggest holes on the team. But the team actually has promise. It's not like a washed-up team. It's not like we're looking. Oh, no, it definitely has on, promise. I have to do this. I have to dog pound. Congrats. You know, I got to do this. I'm sorry. I know it's in the middle of, of our I got to do this. They are not Cleveland, yesterday you actually rocked. You won a game. What? Okay, wait a minute. Oh, but my see, God. We, talk about Cleveland, we need to talk about the tons of uh, kicks that was missed yesterday. Cleveland we will get to I mean, that. But Miami I, just, I, had, I had to do that. San- Wait, I had to. No, 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 no. We're going to go back to the Bears. But I had to do that because I'm looking at my timeline, and every those fans are, like, really happy, like, we won a game. And you know what? You can't even be bad. Merry Christmas. Oh, <laughs> happy holidays. <laughs> so back to the Bears. Go ahead, Bernard. Put your two cents in. Well, uh, if you were following myself and Mike yesterday, you probably saw – us talking about the the interceptions, and uh, I made the comment: Can the Bears have a QB that doesn't throw interceptions? Uh, Mike is, Mike went on to say, "One can only hope," and I let them know: Hope left Chicago. Last time there was hope in Chicago, President Obama was Senator Obama. Um, that's because awful. we seem that's to awful. have. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's right. You're a White Sox fan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, the fan over here. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Keep going. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> well, I was only going in on the fact that he had he used the term hope in his uh in his in his campaign. I wasn't going on the fact that it took 108 years for the Cubs to finally win. Since, since the Cubs we did it, though. crack a joke. I yes, mean, I did. can crack you several. You did. I you can did. crack them wide open. I crack them wide open. Hey, I have the longest drought in, in baseball history. The longest current drought is still uh, is Cleveland, actually. <laughs> the other three droughts, which were the White Sox, the Cubs, and the Red Sox, took care of theirs. But back to football. Yes, um, can we please get back to football? Matt Barkley seems to be trying too much. He's trying too hard, and as he's trying too hard, I hate to use this term, he has Jay Cutler syndrome. He's trying to force oh, plays. Man. What does that mean? Because I don't think anybody wants that on purpose. No. <laughs> he does, I mean, see, the problem with Jay Cutler, most of his interceptions, I'm not going to say all, but most of Jay Cutler's uh. interceptions, is when Jay Cutler is trying to force a play that's unnecessary. And with that in mind, most of those interceptions that Matt Barkley threw yesterday 
with Matt Barkley trying to force something to happen. What was so great about him in games one and two and even game three was he was letting the plays come to him. He wasn't trying to force anything to happen. And when you try to force things to happen, that's what what happens. And then on top of the fact that, let's keep it real, uh, Washington notoriously hurt Chicago's feelings in the secondary. They notoriously grab a lot of interceptions on Chicago. I mean, it's almost like they have a five-interception average against Chicago. Well, I'm like, you know, if you're going to overthrow your receiver and, I was, and all I have to do is stand there and wait for the ball to come to me, I'm going to such too. It's really no I mean, effort. You all already knew what I felt about <laughs> Matt Barkley going into this season. <laughs> Matt Barkley already was never a really accurate QB. But what I had liked about him in these last few weeks is he, was, he wasn't panicking. I even made the comment out loud to myself yesterday that if the Bears' offensive line gave Jay Cutler the amount of time they've been giving Matt Barkley, Jay Cutler might not be injured right now. Oh. I mean, I'm not going to go as far to say Jay Cutler might be good, but I will say he might not be injured. Because they've been giving Matt Sounds Barkley like all a types shot of time. was fired. They've been giving him all types of time. Add that on the the interesting thing is the Bears receivers seem to catch the hint when everybody was ready to cut the entire Bears. Hold on, did you just say that about the injury? Jay Cutler been injured for like six years. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and the one time that they and had that is kind of my point. That still fits. Get my out of here, Dude, get out of here. Right, no, so, Jay so, Cutler. So, so. If they Jay give Cutler him the time injured. they've been giving Matt Barkley, he wouldn't be injured. If he would have the same line, No, had he stayed out instead of coming back when he wasn't ready, he wouldn't be injured. Now he would be playing. It's the truth of the matter. Okay, I'm not. He even came back too. He came that. back. He came back too soon. Way before. Right. He was not ready, dude. We all was like, man. All right. No, it's not cut real hard off day. Go ahead and talk for it. <laughs> not at all, because we surely haven't got some Moscow on, so you're doing good. <laughs> doing good. <laughs> I'm just saying that with Jay Cutler, I'm not going to disagree that he came back too soon. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm saying that in any iteration, in any iteration of, of Jay Cutler, any of his injuries, Jay Cutler, you cannot tell me, is not a tough QB because he's always on the ground. One of the things that I've noticed during this time period that Matt Barkley's been in, Matt Barkley has done good. I'm not taking that away from him. I've been impressed. And you all know that listen to this show that I'm, I don't particularly like Matt Barkley. But what has happened is the offensive line has given Matt Barkley time to throw the ball. It's almost like it's a jailbreak every time. But, you, but I'll here's the question. That may, I'll even concede that maybe – the, the offensive line wants to work hard to protect Matt Barkley, and that might why be all the more is? reason. But why do you think that, that might be all the more reason? That might be all the more reason for Jay Cutler to be bye bye, because if your if your players, oh, okay. your teammates don't want to work hard for you, 
it's time for you to go. Well, how are your teammates going to work hard for you when you kind of say, like, I'm not the leader, I'm not the one, don't talk to me, I just throw the football, I sit back here over there in the corner, I just let when the football goes, I throw it. How are they going to work hard for you? You've constantly said you don't want that. Just catch the ball when I throw it. But the, the whole point is this conversation is not to bash Jay Cutler. I'm just looking at the offensive line. I was looking at the offensive line. Also looking at yesterday's looking at yesterday's gameplay. The receivers seem to have gotten the message. Every writer, every blogger, every talk show was ready to get rid of Jay Cutler. I mean not Jay Cutler, the entire receiving core after the Tennessee game because they refused to catch the ball. Well these last two games they've decided to catch the ball. Even even in losses, they've been catching the ball. If they touch the ball, they catch it. Now, that does not mean Matt Barkley hasn't overthrown five interceptions worth of plays in yesterday's game and uh, four turnovers in the previous week. So they fixed one problem, and now we got a new problem. Another thing, Cass touched on it, the Bears secondary, oh, my gosh, I can – proudly say that I had an interesting conversation with my father following the Packers game. But then to pick up on, and they felt like, uh, he felt like Tracy Porter should not have allowed uh, Jordy Nelson to get over, uh, get behind him late in the game. And he was blaming Vic Fangio for not having the safety over the top. Well, first of all, the Bears' safeties are horrible. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, they had safeties over the top of of Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garçon everywhere, and they were uh, and Tracy Porter was given all types of cushion. Not a receiver was going to get behind him yesterday. Only time he allowed a receiver to get behind him is when he knew he had a safety over the top. The safety, the Bears secondary is probably the most suspect secondary in the NFL. And Cassandra, I know how bad you felt about your secondary yesterday, but I would say the Bears secondary is the worst in the NFL. And that's even oh, with Tracy well, Porter stepping if, up. If if they're the worst in the NFL and their and their coordinators and their coach told them to play like that and they did it and they just ended up bad, you know, it just is what it is. They 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 did what their coach said do, right? So, I was just wondering. We, 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 we can get on that conversation right later. No, we're not on the Vikings. Matt Barkley's got to calm down. Nah, yeah, I think we're Matt Barkley's biggest problem is he wasn't calming down. I think he can be an excellent QB if he calms down and doesn't try to do too much. I, I we don't already know about know. excellent, but I think he could be very good. I look at it from the standpoint of this. First off, you know, yes, he's been playing decent for the most part. You know, he's he's shown signs of being where he could be. A, he, he has the makings of being a great I would say a great quarterback. I wouldn't say excellent. Um, and a lot of that is just him being with the right coach and someone who could fine tone his skills. It's like I said, I, I agree with you yesterday. You know, a lot of his, a lot of his throws, his overthrow was rushed. You know, it's, it's you don't have to. He's throwing the ball without with stronger than he needs to, and then he's under throwing the ball at the same time because he had a few that fell short as well. But when you look at it from the standpoint of where how they've played in just, you know, the last few games together with him being, you know, uh, at quarterback 
and how the defense has gotten gotten a lot, starting get, getting better, and then the offense is starting to get it. They're actually at the, at this time of the season, it's a good time for them to start seeing who's doing what because they don't have anything else to look at except for next year. So looking from the standpoint of how well they actually did, just the numbers alone, you know, like I said, it's not really indicative of the score um, because there was effort there. There wasn't a lot of – uh, lack of effort, especially on the offensive side. Now, as far as the defensive side goes, yes, we can all agree that defensive backs need some help. Um, when you play it, when you play a two deep zone like that, or even if you play a two man, you leave a lot of middle open, and that's where they got a lot of. That's where a lot of strikes came from, uh, for Washington. Um, you know, but when you look at it from the standpoint of where they are this season, how it's looking right now the possibility of free agency, you know, um, they, I think they have like the number four draft pick. Um, they got four, I think, 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 uh, I think they have the fourth round pick. Um, so they'll, you know, so they'll be able to see what quarterbacks available if there's a quarterback available, because that's an issue that has to be resolved. You know, whether Barkley's the, the leading man going into it, um, next month, you know, next year, because he did, he when he's, when he's on target, he's on target. That's the crazy thing. You know what I mean? He just has those mental lapses where he just sets that up and true. then, you know, and then he he just throws the ball. Like I'm watching the like I'm I, watching the replay but, from but yesterday. But see, it kind of you know it goes back to what I said though. Like the Bears actually have something to work with. They the got, Bears just have to yeah, put the pieces yeah, together, and get that chemistry going. The Bear they're not horrible, Renard. Now the question is, Renard, is what is the front office going to do? Well, I just know. I just know that in watching what happened yesterday yeah. and in looking at the young young players on the team, most specifically Jordan Howard and his excellent five-plus yards per carry and cracking 1,000 yards and being one of five bears to have over 1,000 yards, the top five bears in, in bears history for the most yards in a rookie season, and noticing that Gail Sarris and Walter Payton's name is not on that list of most yards in a rookie season, the Bears' running back situation looks promising. And to think, our number two running back was expected to be our number one running back. Jeremy Langford's sure spot was. got jacked. Jeremy Langford's spot got jacked. So our running back situation, which many people were so worried about, why are we letting go of Matt Forte? We're going to be okay at running back. The Bears will be fine at running back. I think they're actually going to be okay at receiver too. You know, like you know, from just because Calvin Meredith has definitely showed up. Kevin White obviously is nowhere on this list. <laughs> you know, I, I would I would be surprised if they Kevin White's an afterthought him. right now. You know exactly. You know, going into next year, I wouldn't even keep him. On, I would. It was, he'd have to go because he, he hasn't shown. He hasn't been able to show anything. And right now, what you're looking at, and you got 135 yards on, on nine, nine receptions from Calvin Meredith yesterday. Then you got Jeffrey with five receptions, 92 yards. There you go. And then Thompson comes behind them, three with 34, and a touchdown. So there's a lot they have to work with on the offensive side, on the defensive side. No, we still got some work to do. Wait a minute. Before still we get to the defensive to side, before we get to the defensive side, the Bears need to 
the Bears need to get them a guard in a, in a draft. They need a guard because they need somebody. The tackles are there to pack, uh, pass protect mostly. We need someone that can run block, open up holes. The Bears need them an offensive guard. It just needs to happen. But that's well, what I, if I was picking a if I was picking a Christmas gift for the Bears offense, I'd get them a guard. If I'm picking a Christmas gift on the defense, I don't have I be I need a list. Santa Claus look at this list and say, dang. Wow. Wow. Yeah, but I'm a wow. wrong. That's what Santa was saying, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that yeah, I Santa gonna be like, yeah, the Bears okay. good enough to deserve this list? Yes. He was like, they need the what? Bears had, the Bears had a lot of issues beyond just issues that we saw. But you know what? If, if they listen to John Fox, now here's the crazy thing. I do know that Harbaugh, Harbaugh said he would come back and coach in the uh, NFL if he could have, you know, if the Bears were ever looking. So there's that looming. But what? Um, <laughs> hmm. I but you like know what? him, I don't though. Know. I don't... Oh, man, Harbaugh, I like dude, him. Though. For real, I like him a lot. He knows the game. He he's and he does. He for some reason, man, the, the teams he gets with, and he coaches. He gets he gets these kids, and he's a man, you know, motivated, and they play for him. And that's what's. And if you ask me, that's really what's missing here in Chicago is a coach that the team will play for. You know, no matter what, hands down, play after play after play. Yeah, but then when we had a couple coaches that the team would play for it, and we didn't have no team. Yeah, there's a lot. You know, well, you know, but that was the coach. Two particular coaches when we talk about the Bears. (laughs) When we talk about the Bears, there's two things that are that can be taken into account. First of all, Mm -hmm. the Bears should have taken Bruce Arians instead of Mark Tressman, but. I'm not going to live that far in the past. I want to live in the present of the Bears actually interviewed Adam Gates for the head coaching position. They went with John Fox, and they lost Adam Gates a year later. Maybe they should have you know hired what? I, Adam Gates I have a, the head coach. I have an even worse story coming up in five minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but you know what, Adam Gates is so worth. He actually went down there, got a hold of Tannehill in Miami, turned Tannehill into a beast, so Tannehill gets hurt, got hurt. I'm sorry. So you know that was a great love story for a moment. So you can actually see that the man is talented and is truly the QB whisperer, and he also is whispering to the offense apparently. So we'll see what's what's to um, what's to yeah, we'll see how it goes. Moving forward, but it's I think the Bears have stuff to work with. They they have a few things to tweak, not a whole lot. They just have some stuff to work with. Once they get that chemistry going and they believe in themselves and they don't try to force what's going on, they actually believe and know. That's kind of like the great thing about uh, the Packers, have... and, I, and I can't front. The Packers go on that field with an arrogance that's un, unmatched. Like, this dude is our quarterback. We about to beat all y'all. Like, that's how they feel even when they lose. They're like, that was one game. See you next week. Like, they just they, they just have that chemistry and that area. It, it really is, though. That's how they feel. And that's and it shows in how they play even when they play bad football. So, if well, the Bears can start bad, to get the same was, chemistry, 
and and not because because the Bears and the Vikings when they have those take you out of momentum plays, both of those teams are completely out of momentum. They're both like I don't even know what the fifty yard line. Where's that? Like both teams kind of they get they truly get down and they get out of it. And when you see that happens to teams like the Packers, the Patriots, um, Denver before this season. They're like, oh, so what? It was picked off. Whatever. We got some more time. We'll be right back out there. Like it, it's So you have to really change your mindset. You have to get that chemistry. You have to trust your players. You have to trust that when I launch this ball, Alshon's going to be where he is. When I make this handoff, I know that the play that we just called, the O-line is going to make a hole. If not, he can bounce off the O-line and – run a real nice route like you know I know my tight end is where he's supposed to be there's a lot of trust and there's a lot of responsibility so I think if they work on that for real this offseason they definitely will not be in fourth place we won't even it it will be almost you know second or third right now is where I could put them if they really work on it and they come out with that tenacity and the vitality they got to fix a few um spots we definitely need to solidify the QB spot and they do need a QB um that is just a game manager. They really do need that. And probably a locker room leader. They've tried it all these years without that. It's been cool, but you know, Brent Urlacher is but gone. No Lance Briggs is gone. Brandon Marshall is gone. And Matt Forte is gone. Um, Martellus Bennett is gone. Charles Tillman is gone. We can keep going at guys who are willing to step up and take that role. So now you've got a lot of guys that are much younger than you, Jay. And so you, you don't want the role and they don't know what's going on. So I do think that that's, that is needed for them but I don't I'm not I'm not crapping on them I'm not crapping on them they just didn't come out the game running they came out the gate their horse fell and he got a broken leg and it never worked out and he tried to run a few laps and he did good on some laps but you know it is what it is so that's just where the Bears are they just never had a real running shot this year they just didn't they, they never came out the gate strong so there's that. So I will definitely be looking at all of their off-season moves. We will be at Combine looking at what's going on. I'll be definitely be at the draft. Um, free agency is major for me, major, major, major for me. So we'll see what the Bears do in the off-season and how they work hard to pull it together in jail and just to have that confidence when they're on the field no matter what because they're just that type of team, and the city of Chicago deserves it because that cold – stadium i understand they want to play like that in green bay we did not want to play like that here in chicago but it's an organization called the friends of the yep and they messed it all up so we still and i'm not even a bears fan but we still go out there off the lakefront in that blistering cold swirling wind and we don't go out there to see that though so i i really think they can it's it's gonna take a couple years but we will definitely, I truly believe that if they put the right components in play and really work and change the mindset of the team, we will see a difference in the Chicago Bears next season on a positive aspect. And if they don't come out the gate running again, then we know it's a problem. Because if we could jumpstart you know, Detroit, if we could jumpstart the Lions who are sitting in first place, then I know the Bears can come up. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it took them two, two seasons, if you think about it. You know, to get to where to where they are, and even though where they are is quite the conundrum. And losing a star <laughs> player that we thought was the key to every thought Megatron was the key to them actually advancing to the postseason. Megatron retires, and now look, they go get Anquan Bolden. Um, Golden Tate is finally starting to show some Golden Tateness. Um, Matt Stafford very consistent, very Tate-ness. very solid. 
Yeah, because he, he wasn't living his life like it was golden at all. But right about now, <laughs> he's doing pretty decent. So we um, and we're, we're definitely Matt Stafford was clearly <sighs> underrated. So we, we're seeing consistency now that they've calmed down and they're playing football and, and not football follies. We're seeing the consistency. We're seeing that they understand they have to be serious. We're seeing a totally different game from the Jeff Fisher days to now, which Jeff Fisher's out of a job again, unfortunately. Um, so we're, we're, we're seeing the difference. And I do like the difference. But the one thing, and we've said this several times, when you're in the NFC North, you can never sleep on the Packers. You you just can't. They got to lose every game for you to be okay. If you give the Packers a chance to come back, they will come back. And right now, they are eyeing the NFC North title because they've played. They just beat the Vikings. The Vikings are out of everything. They took the, the number three spot. We're going to talk about that in a minute. And they're looking at the Lions like, y'all know y'all not going to beat the Cowboys, so go ahead, give us that crown. You're not going to be. Like, literally is where we are, the NFC North. After the Packers slid, they, like, fell from grace. They didn't even slide out of heaven. It's like they just got dropped, and it was like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We were supposed to be on that, yeah, that, that, it, that cloud right It there. was uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't think they liked uh, it. Yeah. Like, hold up. Uh, nah. We need to uh, – we're going the wrong nah, they got way. Back on the bus, so I'm sorry. They, yeah, they, they probably, made I'm pretty sure they had – they made up, and they said, you know what, all that stuff I was t- – you know how it is, man. That, that wasn't me back there, dog. I just – I'm sorry. Right. They were got them some yeah. stage right. and some kumbaya right. moments, you know, and they was like, okay, you know, we can do this. We can, we can still do this. And watching the they, Vikings they, slide, clearly they was like, oh, we got to do this. Like, what happened? Well, my squad that I love dearly, my amazing, yes, I do love them. Even if I love them all by myself, I don't really care. But um, they – did fall from grace. They started really, really strong. And it, the Vikings have had a very unorthodox season, if 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 I may. To get ready to start the season after a pretty decent preseason, and we're all hyped. Cause Teddy is like, I went and did some extra stuff. I'm going to come out and be clinically great. I'm going to be running clinics on people. And no, unfortunately he did get really injured. Um, had to have major knee surgery. So, you know, you go cough up a lung and you get Sam Bradford out of Philly. All right, whatever. He starts off. Well, he didn't even get to start off. Sean Hill, the backup QB, did. And then we watched Adrian go down with another knee injury, of which hurts so many hearts of Vikings fans because he – we don't even have to give an introduction of story of how great he has been for not just the team but the league at this position, of which a few years ago they swore was a dying position and the run game was going away. So, okay, Vikings defense just pummels at everything. They're picking people off. They're tackling people. They're sacking people. They're throwing people in the stairs. I think a couple people saw them coming, ran out, got in their car, back on the team bus, killing Vikings 5-0. and We don't need Adrian. We don't need Teddy right now. We're doing it for the squad. Let's go. They go on the bye, and they come, and they play the Bears. And they don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. They don't know what happened. But it happened. It was their first loss. It was an interesting loss. And then they just kind of went on a downward streak. But in, in with that happening, so we had lost their two stars. Come back off a bye and play some different kind of football, different from what I almost hate that they went on a bye. Then your OC, North Turner, is like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to 
big help as an offensive coordinator. So I'm going to leave right after game six, though, G. That's how you feel. Yeah, I'm going to just go. Because you could have, like, left before the season started. No, I'm going to leave right now. Putting Pat Shermer in that position. Then we go a few more slips. And then, you know, I got a, co- a head coach who needed to have eye surgery because apparently he's torn his retina. And then we still keep going, and we still kind of don't know what's going on. The defense is not the defense. We've seen a lot, tons of missed tackles. The secondary is looking really, really suspect. The team is getting penalties that are are just backing them up. I, I felt like the line of scrimmage didn't even count no more. Like, how do you have a play where you got so many penalties, you go from 3-7 and seven to 3-23? and 23? I just would have just been like, here, here, just let them punt the ball. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, it, it, it's the penalties – Begin rack and the penalties will be so bad because not only were they backing the offense up further, further back from the line of scrimmage, they would be advancing the opposition. The defense was making just, just I, I had no, I, I don't know. And then the injury bug, the injury bug from the guards to the centers to the, oh, so that everybody, everybody but the fans in the stand had the injury bug. Then you have one of the biggest primetime games, which was actually clocked one of the biggest uh, Thursday night football games ever watched, and your coach has to have his uh, just full surgery now. Just He can't even be there. Just trying to make it happen, get a little bit of momentum after that, nice, decent win, and then it just you got four wins and you you got the taste of the playoffs in your mouth. All you need are four wins. And you let the Colts run a gamut on you guys. The secondary really didn't know what was going on. The missed tackles and that were unreal after just going to Jacksonville, beating the hell out of Jacksonville. And just then, listening to um, you, guys, just your reaction to all of this is rather hilarious. Uh, just laugh with Just you. like you, your feelings are hurt for them. You can do nothing but laugh. It, it is. And then, you know, you get ready to go to Green Bay like, we could do this. And then for four and a half hours, damn plane is stuck in the snow. But I know how that feels. I am a former airline employee, flight attendant, all of that. I have been on planes, on ice, and I know when that wheel gets stuck, it's stuck. But I also... <laughs> I've flown into Appleton several times, heck, I was just there. So as, as an employee, as an aviation employee, flight attendant and all, I've flown in there several times. It's not like, and what people weren't understanding, it's not like flying into Hartsville or JFK or LaGuardia or Hare or Minneapolis or Detroit where there may have been a much better, much faster reaction. There would have been more air stairs. The plane would have been told all of that. You're in Appleton, Wisconsin. Just outside of Green Bay, and I have flown and had layovers in both. And unless the cows and the cheesemakers were going to come do something great, it just is what it is. New London well, has to be imagining, because like, New- man, why couldn't they just leave the airport, go jump back in the cars they rode there in, and drive faster? Because you know that's what people were thinking, right? How? <laughs> how do you get off the plane, though? You can't. I, it's, I said it, I was you putting logic put the, into this process. I was putting logic right. into What was the logic? So, okay, you wanted them to leave. How? <laughs> Even if you were trying to put fake logic in. And then you've got an NFL team, so I can't just be like, yo, pop this slide, slide down the slide, because then now we got seven players injured on the slide because they've been crashing each other, the, the, the draft that came off, and they died. So it's just it was a lot, and it was cold. 
and it was off and on snowing. So, yeah, that that was that. And then you get to Green Bay, off no sleep, off barely eating, and I didn't think that was going to be a W. If I was Green Bay, I would have took full advantage of that. Them niggas been on the plane for four and a half extra I'm sorry with that word there. But those guys have been on the plane for four and a half extra hours. Yeah, I'm taking advantage of this. And so you get there and you watch the first half and you're trying to figure out if they know that Jordy Nelson is a part of the team. He does catch balls from Aaron Rodgers. And he will burn you if he gets a chance. Despite, and, and, and that just solidified the Comeback Man of the Year award. Yesterday's performance that the first half Vikings DBs allowed solidified that that man should get the comeback player of the year award. Because he ran like he didn't even have surgery. He was like, Aaron, just put it right here. Who's going to try? Ain't nobody. Who's going to check me, boo? Like, it's literally how he, he ran over them. And so, right now, what I do know is there is a little bit. I literally, I do know that, that there is fun. a little bit of confusion. Um, when the story came out right after the game yesterday, right after the pressers, it was, you know, put out there. They put it on Xavier Rose's shoulders, and Xavier was basically like, yo, Coach Mike told us to do one thing. We thought we had it, and we did another. And um, he had a strategy for me shadowing Jordy Nelson, and we just kind of did our own thing. They figured it out and picked back up on what Coach Mike Zimmer did say, and there's a lot more to the story. But um, there's a lot more. It's not as horrible as it was yesterday, but there's a lot. um, You, You know what? When you have, sometimes I know people aren't the greatest, like, coaches like obviously Jeff Fisher is not good at what he does because everywhere he goes they're like thank you for your services sir your check is in the mail we'll see you um somewhere around the league this keeps happening um you know Gruden yelling at people to play it's just like I really don't think this is gonna work out Mark Trustman Lovey Smith it happens but one thing I can say is these guys have years in the league like to be honest a lot of you, some of you guys weren't even born that are playing down when some of these coaches first started down this path. Some of you were, but you were back in junior high, high school when it started happening. So please believe they have been looking at Jordy Nelson, who is not new to the league for quite some time, burn players, pre- and post-surgery. You got to listen. You you got to listen. I know there are some have been some horrible coaches out there, and sometimes you do have to take the reins and just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You don't either. But in this instance, Mike Zimmer is one that is a defensive specialist. And clearly when you guys decided to listen, you were able to shut it down and the offense was able to score, even though most of it was garbage time. But it was literally about to be another blowout. And when you – so imagine had you listened from the beginning – how much of this man you could have shut down. But it is what it is. Took him out of playoff contention. They got a plane that wasn't off the runway, and they went home. So, um, well, you know, it, they, it they, goes they, back they to that. They've had a season go. from nobody has had a season like them. And to even still sit here as fans and with our little glimmer of hope and Tinkerbell on our shoulder and hope she could wave enough fairy dust magic out of that wand to get them to the playoffs, 
we really did still hope that. But just so many factors this season, the odds were so stacked against the Vikings that for the fact that the Vikings didn't look like the Cleveland Browns is honestly amazing. And that's just real talk. That was honestly amazing. Well, Because I've never know, seen anything so stacked against the team. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> But when you when you go out there and you decide to discard what you what you've been coached on all week, what the game plan is, the only thing I can look at you and say is your fault. Your but fault. that's just this one game. That's just this game, and it, and it is. It, uh, it, it, it and, is. And, but... and, and if it is, it, and, it's, and it was a big game. The big, on the big game, you decide you want to be like, no, we're gonna do our own thing. What? 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 <laughs> really today? 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 Right. Against Green day. Bay at home on their field today of all days, the day you decide, oh man, screw him, we're gonna do our own thing. Really? To well, yesterday. Today. What you know what I'm saying? Today. Mm-hmm. You had cool. one job. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all had one job, and you discarded, and it cost your team. So wherever y'all are, you know, I'm, I'm not attempting to rub anything in, but hey, man, it's y'all fault. Y'all messed up. You know, if you thought you'd been, if once, as soon as you found figured out your game plan wasn't better than his, you should have went back to his game plan. And I wouldn't have had the nerve to even go to the press conference and open my mouth and even say it, man. We just messed up, dog. <laughs> you put y'all all on blast. Put you all under the bus. We all going together. Well, okay. <laughs> well, but hey. With that being said, what, my 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 they, squad is up in third place after a great start to the season, and they have some pretty key players. I definitely know one player who more than likely won't be back, um, and I, it'll be a miracle to me if he comes back. But I am a Chad Greenway fan, and I think this is it for Chad. Also, wondering if this may be it after 14 seasons for the ageless wonder Terrence Newman, who is. Balling at damn near forty as a cornerback, he is really balling. And I, if we could squeeze one more year out of Terrence Newman, I would be really happy because the man is balling. Truly, the ageless wonder. I absolutely love it. Um, they have the key components to move forward. Um, hopefully, Teddy Bridgewater comes back. Of course, the the rumors swirl every year to cut Adrian Peterson. So I'm not. The Super Bowl is coming. Like honestly. PR-wise, if I have to go back to what I got a degree in, um, PR-wise, I wouldn't dare do that with the Super Bowl coming to Minneapolis. Are you serious? It'll be a silent house. Right. And and, and they have a game in Twickenham Stadium next year. So they go to London and they play the Browns. It won't be a silent house, but really the marketing of that, considering he is the best running back in the league, um, well, that's, you know, he's developed that over his 10-year career, and he's an instant draw for so many. His name is so big. And if you, you know, if it's over after that, then it's just over. But the Super Bowl is going to Minneapolis next year, or 2018, and they're going in 2017 to London. So why would, no, it just, no. No, I no, but that happens every year. Every year they're like, "Oh, he's a step slower, cut him." He's probably the most cut person next to Jay Cutler and rumors. <laughs> yeah, Ever. I'll give you that. 
I'll, I'll, so we I'll are, give you that. Sh- yeah, definitely. Um, our show is a little short today. So with it being short, we know that the Bears and the Vikings will be at home. They've got one more game in the regular season. And, you know, I'm diehard, so once again, I'll be there. One more game in the regular season where they actually match up against each other. Great. Number four, three and four match up against each other because that will be fun to watch. Um, and they're going to be for the so exciting. The Packers <laughs> are sitting at home eating ham and turkey and opening Christmas presents, looking at the Lions like, you know, we're coming for that title, right? And I really believe they can. <laughs> so let's talk Lions. Let's, let's talk the team that we worked so hard to pump up last year, and then we get to this year, and then we're just like, oh, darn, it works. And we don't even like that it worked like the Lions. Well, you know, it's it's crazy because, like you just said, we talked about him for the past couple of years and mentioned all the things that we saw. And now here they are, and it's like, wow, is it? did they really get there? It's almost like living in, in a, a alternate reality or, or a multiverse of you in the comic books. <laughs> it really is. It's it so really different. is. Totally. Like, like, who is it? Who? who but you know, at the same time, these all the things that they fix are things that we said they need to fix, and they've done that now. And here they are. They play Dallas tomorrow, and Dallas has been on a tear as of late. Um, yeah, Dallas doing very is on well. fire. Dallas is so, on fire, and so is Ezekiel Elliott and the little shirts. They are on fire. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, Mina. Bernard, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm competing with Munchkins in the background, but one of the things that I do want to talk about. Yes, I am. Like I said, I'm competing with Munchkins. I didn't say I was winning with Munchkins. Uh, (laughs) One of the things I wanted to talk about was yesterday's game. Uh, A few weeks ago, we had that that day that so many kickers missed kicks. Yesterday wasn't half-stepping. We had the infamous kick and the Arizona Cardinals versus Seattle Seahawks kick was missed. Cleveland won their game because of a missed kick by San Diego. Um, There was a few kicks missed in other games that ended up not affecting the final score. Uh, Atlanta and Atlanta and New Orleans. Oh, I left that out with the Vikings because there were a couple games that would have been wins and definitely one that wouldn't have been in overtime. But Blair Walsh, like we wanted to forgive Blair Walsh for bad. I forgot about that. Oh, my babies have. I I, I swear there are so many kickers still missing kicks in solidarity with Blair Walsh and said, well, we can go on and miss this kick. We need to show them that he's still important. I'm waiting for the team that's an idiot that goes on and puts them on his roster, their roster next year. Because we know it's going to happen. Won't be me. I'm already eyeing my prospects <laughs> for next year. I'm just sitting back and watching like, oh, okay, I'm glad you bought this year. I'm going to get you and you and you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and um, I'm I'm not going to uh, forget to talk about this. I'm so mad at myself. I thought I was eliminated from the playoffs in our fantasy football team last week. So, oh yeah, we have I didn't we know, have um, the quarterfinal round. I played in a game yesterday like that I didn't even know I was playing in until I looked and saw that I was playing Danny, one of the producers oh. of the of Football Fan Rush Radio, and I would have I would have switched up my roster. I didn't think I had anything to switch up. I thought I was eliminated. 
That's funny. I got smashed yesterday, but now here's a crazy thing. I got smashed yesterday by my best friend, who doesn't even know who he picked on this team. Doesn't even remember to log in for anything. Anything. He's like, man, if I beat you, dude, I'm sorry. I'm like, what? <laughs> he has no clue on who's on the team. And yeah, he smashed me. It started off close, and then it was interesting. But um, and then he just took off from there. But because we only have a few more minutes left, um, let's jump real quick back onto tomorrow's game with Dallas and Detroit. Um, it's going to be real short because obviously uh, I don't. I think they're going to lose to Dallas because Dallas has been playing that well. So, and you know, I, I just can't I don't see think they where have on the road they're not good. They're not good on the road. They're, they're just not. Yeah, I think so... Detroit is coming back to earth and they do not Man, have a babe. defensive line that can stop Ezekiel Elliott. Dak Prescott does not make bonehead decisions. They're, play, they're playing on the road in Dallas. The normal, the one good thing in Detroit's favor is they both, both Dallas and Detroit have sports turf, so they're used to that. But I think that Dallas is going to do to Detroit what New York did to Detroit last week but just in a much more effective fashion. Ooh. <laughs> that could be bad. Well, it only lost one. Yeah, it could be bad because New York did it. They just didn't get ugly with it. I think Dallas is going to get ugly with it. I think they're going to hurt Detroit's feelings. Like, yeah, you all think that we this, – this, this last two-minute comeback thing that you all have mastered this year is not going to happen with Dallas this year. It's just not. Well, and if Dallas all those gets people out, that he... thought New York was going to to lose, and there was even someone on our show last week that said New York was going to lose by two touchdowns. Yeah, Detroit is coming back. Oh wow, Detroit is not coming. Yeah, he did. They're they gonna come back to Earth to play the Cowboys, but I'm just saying that. No, but you know, even if you look at the two, because they played each other last week. You know, no. you had New York who played Dallas, and then you had. I'm not going. Uh, she's like, I'm not going. The scores were low, is what I'm getting at. But I don't like. I'm, I'm like y'all. I don't see them having an answer for the Ezekiel Elliott right now with their defensive line, and it's just. They don't. Dallas have, is going I, win. I, I as much as I, I hate to think, say it, I do think that you know. I, yeah, I, it's hard for me too. Like a little bit of throw up in my mouth every time. Yeah, but. yeah. I, uh, I really don't want to, uh, <laughs> you know, because I, I, I've, I've, I've just never been one of those people to jump on a thing and be like, Dallas is a nervous team. It's never been me. I'm just like, uh, never, ever. Uh, and it probably has more to do with me growing up here in Chicago. Embarrassed, man. But when it really comes down to it, you look at what they're going to have on the field tomorrow, Dallas is just in a better position. They're playing better. They've played better all season than, you know, um, the Detroit has um, just the, their opponents and their games and how they handle the situation. And not to take anything away from Detroit or their their record or their position or what they've done to accomplish this season, but I just don't see them being able to really hold it down like that tomorrow um, against Dallas, who just, like I said, they're clicking on all cylinders right now. Even with the, you know, and when you take into account just where they are and you know how they how they got behind Dak Prescott and just allowed him to play and lead. 
you know what, man, I'm just, I, I really can't see where you're going to find that. You know that struggle. Now the the, the crazy thing is that both in the last four games they both they've won the same amount of games. They're all they're both three and one. But I don't see it. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't really see it going that far. And then after that, it'll get really interesting because then we get to the playoffs and. Not your big night. Saying, I don't see it going to happen. I don't see it. I don't see it. It's not going to happen. Detroit, give it up. Um, <laughs> Detroit is the the season when Detroit has to lose to the Green Bay Packers on the final week I don't, I don't on New Year's Day tomorrow. Oh yeah, I don't. They're I don't see. I, don't, I definitely don't. I don't definitely don't see them beat Green Bay, man. Man, no. <laughs> he said, "Man, no. No. They're going to lose Dallas tomorrow man, and then nah. lose to Green Bay again in a week." Yeah, it's gonna be. If that's, I, I, you know what, I can ride with that. I can actually ride. With For that. all those people that kept on telling me Detroit is the truth, yeah, the truth is Detroit is not the truth. Who? Oh well, see, they're gonna call in in about five. Uh, we're waiting. We'll be the, off the air. Though. Well, no, yeah, we'll be I will not be waiting. And they can call in. I have to go and back I can and remind them what has happened in the last couple of weeks. You will be here. I will be going. Yeah, you wait. Mm-hmm. I, I got dinner to get to. You know. Actually, so, I'll be hel- I'll be coloring and coloring books with Paw Patrol with my niece with part of her Christmas present in five minutes. Oh, you're such a cool uncle. Oh, so adorable. Well, hopefully I don't have to go back and buy any more batteries. How about that? Well, <laughs> yeah. Don't bring anything else for my son without the batteries. Okay, there's that. See, I was I was up last Please, night you will putting be put together out. a new bicycle for one of my other nieces. Yeah, yeah we kept it real simple, man. Like yeah, our, our kid, our two children, our two youngest children asked for one thing, and they were like, "We just want phones." So <laughs> it was so cool. It was so cool. They, they're, they're, my daughter, they're, they're my daughter they're sat there with her mom. Are simple but expensive, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, we have come you to know, the end of the our holiday special recap. So, Mr. Renard, would you like to tell people where they can find us? You can always find us on Blog Talk Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash footballfanrushradio. Of course, you can find us as we're searchable in iTunes and the Apple Podcast app under Football Fan Rush Radio. Then you can check us out on our Twitter feed at Football Fan Rush, and then also catch us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Football Fan Rush Radio. Like I said, if you're looking for Football Fan Rush, just Google us or Bing us, and you will find us. And we will be Bam. there, y'all. Check it out. <laughs> Happy holidays Everybody. to all. Thanks for exactly. tuning in today. Eat enough, toast we- us all up, have a drink for me, um, you know, all that good stuff. Take a shot. I'm I'm cool with that. Um, or two or three, depending on where you got to go. If you don't have to work tomorrow or if you're off the next three days like I am, then handle your business and celebrate the holiday, dog, for real. And with that, we're going to get out of here. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy yourself and be safe out here in this world because it can get crazy. It can.